welcome to the GoTech Please Untie podcast, a show devoted to tech going and, and, and well, dying this time. I'm Nathan. <laughs> Hopefully continuing to exist. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. It sucks, man. That's Josh. I'm Josh. <laughs> Josh's classic tagline sentence. It sucks, this man. This year? Hmm, mostly. <laughs> When's basketball start? Like, Not three, soon three enough, weeks? guys. Three weeks? November 4th, I think, is the exhibition. We're oh, right around the corner. Oh, okay. Next month, Bye. man. Yeah. I have something to look forward to. Yeah. Hey, can Kenneth Lofton play offensive line? You, Ooh, I don't, want, no. play offensive I don't line? want him to risk his body for that. Oh, I come want on. Kenneth, <laughs> Kenneth Lofton to be like Travis Kelsey. Go out there and be tight end. He's like 6'10", isn't he? You just go out there and catch everything. He's like we are six, recording seven. this on tight end appreciation day. Exactly. Lofton, please, God. Anyway, how'd this weekend's game go? Well, this Josh sucks, and I man. were there. Yeah, and, Josh and Evan were there. And then we left. And that's all that happened. No, nothing else. <laughs> nothing Nothing in between. No. Um, Homecoming King and Queen were announced. That was cool. Yeah, that dude has Homecoming an excellent King, mustache. Dude, that dude's mustache. Oh, my Ex- God. It was congrats, excellent. Sir. Congratulations, was, sir. That was the best moment of the night, unfortunately. That guy has more facial hair on his upper lip right now than I ever have collectively in my life. So, congrats. <laughs> And, and my wife is laughing at me from the other room now, so. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, I, okay, I, I'll just get this recap. Almost as embarrassing as this game? Yeah. Uh, no. Speaking of embarrassing, uh, Tech started out with the ball and everything kind of went well. Smoke Harris uh, broke out on a screen pass, takes it 47 yards all the way to the house. Uh, was so it really Tech, a, was that a screen pass? I thought it was over the, I thought it was over the middle. Pretty sure it was over the middle. We knew this 90 second uh, recap or what? Uh, it was uh, definitely Smoke Harris not. caught a pass of some yes. kind and broke it 47 yards for a touchdown, weaving in and out of players. UTSA, great, though, great. answered right back with a 75 yard touchdown pass <laughs> of their own, <laughs> just right over the top. No safety. Uh, the safety, you know, didn't get it done. So uh, the teams then traded a couple three and outs apiece. Then Tech drove all the way down to the red zone, but only came away with three points on a Barnes field goal. UTSA then goes on a 17 play, uh, what can only be described as penalty assisted, I think, drive and finds the end zone on a sincere McCormick touchdown run. <clears throat> Tech's offense was not to be outdone, though, drove 14 plays all the way down to the UTSA 22. But then Kendall gets sacked on third down and Barnes misses the 47 yard field goal attempt. Um, UTSA immediately follows it up with another touchdown drive to make the score 21 10. Um, which is where the score stood at halftime. You know, it didn't feel like we were completely out of it, but yeah, the wind was out of our sails by that point. Yeah. But after 75% of the student section made their way to the exits after <laughs> mustache man won the, uh, homecoming King crown, um, Tech's defense found a way to get a critical stop to start the half, but then Austin Kendall telegraphed a screen throw, which was read from the very start and it gets housed by the UTSA defense. Um, two long-ish but unsuccessful drives later, and it's 28-10 to 10 heading into the fourth quarter. But on the second play of the fourth quarter, Sincere McCormick runs his uh, specialty play against Tech, which is running up untouched up the middle for 47 yards and a touchdown. Um, and then on the ensuing kickoff, Bub Means fumbles on the 18-yard line, and UTSA uh. scores two plays later, so it's 42-10. to 10. That felt about like how the end of last week went. Um, tech adds a touchdown in garbage time and then UTSA's backups and add a field goal. And so it's a 45 to 16 final score. Gross. Yeah. I'm not sure if that was 16, 90 seconds, nah, whatever. Cares? I mean, this whole week has felt like a year, so I'm not sure what time means anymore. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. This was a gross game. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So 
Uh, let's talk about, I, I mean, where do we start? The, the bad, I guess, is how we normally yeah. start. So that uh, usually we can end on the good and feel a little bit better moving forward, uh, but I'm not sure if that's warranted anymore. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, Matt, what did, what did you, th- what, what do you got for, <laughs> give us, give us one bad thing and then we'll, we'll pass it to someone else to give another God, bad one thing. bad thing. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I predicted this game would end 52 10 and I you felt were, you were close. Yeah. I felt assured in that because well what you saw what you saw last night i just didn't think that we i don't think that tech's not a very good football team i had my i had hopes they would be after the season opener and at, even when we were i think at one point weren't we one and three or one in or something like it was like i think it was two and two or two and three at yeah. one point uh, i was feeling pretty good even then because i just thought to myself all right conference play starting and maybe things will get better but after the game against UTEP, I knew that this wasn't a good football team. So I knew that they were going to get killed. Now, one bad thing about this game is it seems like the team's only getting worse. They scored more points this week than they did against UTEP, but its I don't really consider that an improvement uh, when one of the touchdowns comes garbage time. So that's thats the thing that sticks out to me is this team's not getting any better. i It looks like it's getting worse. Yeah, Nathan, what do you think? Getting worse is how I really feel just to zone in on one thing on the offensive line. I think that was the worst part of the Ooh, night. Was yeah. it seven that we ended on? Seven sacks given up? Uh, or was it six? I think six. six I think six. six. That's still horrible. Might as well have been seven. Yeah, going from giving yeah. up one in the first three games each game. So one against against Mississippi State, one to Southeastern, one to SMU, then three to North Texas, three to NC State, four to UTEP, and now six to UTSA. That's the definition of getting worse it looks like a fractal pattern they're just every time it seems to be a bigger number than the previous one after it gets started and i i don't know what the issue is are we just getting exhausted do we not have the depth to get through a season i mean we just came off a bye week a couple weeks ago we should be I, fine exactly and this we don't, coach, we're not injured right it, that's and we talked about in the chat last night daniel threw out that what's the problem and i said well there's really no excuse and he said, well, I'm not looking for an excuse. I said, that's the whole point. There is no excuse. What What could the, there's, what's the reasoning? I thought Coach Googe was supposed to be some, hasn't he won Super Bowls? Yep. Yeah, so what the, what is the problem here? I mean, I've heard that players play and coaches coach, but it seems like a bit of both. It has to be. What else could it be? It's not like the players are like, I don't know, man. What do you, I mean, Nathan, it was your turn. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really even have that much of a, a reasoning, but more that you'd expect it to go the other way. You'd expect against Mississippi State and SMU and, well, then I guess an actual soon-to-be AAC team as well in North Texas and NC State, just those kinds of schools, you expect them to make some noise to to pressure your quarterback because they have more highly recruited talent and things like that. And then you get into conference play and you play a team like UTEP and you should have no problem, and we did. I, I'm really curious if the trend continues against Old Dominion. I mean, their defense is better than their offense, and we'll talk about that in a few days. But it's it's not the usual thing where the teams are getting better at rushing the quarterback the further we're going on in the schedule. It seems to be it doesn't matter who we're playing. We're just getting worse. Yeah. yeah. And I, at, the, at the most critical position on the field, I'd argue. Well, clearly, yeah. Because yeah, we've mean, seen this offense move the ball, you know, and they're not yeah, doing it we, anymore. That, well, I guess they are on paper, but like they're not finishing drives, which is my main bad thing from this from this game is that we made it. We only made it to the red zone twice. 
Um, even though we put up 410 yards of offense, we only Crazy. made it to the red zone twice and we scored zero touchdowns and we were one for two on field goals in the red zone. So I, I mean, that's, that's not, that's not going to get it done against any Anybody. team really, but no. against the number 24, seven and zero roadrunners who had never won a game in Ruston before. I mean, it, it, it's not the time to, to keep doing that. And we haven't been a particularly good drive finishing team all year, but like it's, it's got to get better. Or we're not, we're not going to win any more games. We can't be one for two in the red zone with three points. That's what happened against UTEP. We were like one for five with three points in the red zone. It, maybe not in the red zone, but in, in scoring territory, right inside the 40 or whatever, but it's, we were hanging with them for a little bit and driving the ball with them, but not scoring the points that they were. So, you know, we had three drives enter their 30 yard line and ended up with 10 points they had three drives and they ended up with 21 points. So it's not yeah. going to get it done. The points per trip inside the 40 yard line, UTSA with six points per trip tech with two points per trip. Yeah. Which granted is an improvement over UTEP. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. I just, I said the bad things regression and it, it feels like that's yeah. kind of what you're saying too here, Nathan. Yeah. I mean, that's what it feels like all over the, all over just, the ball, um, <laughs> everywhere on offense, because <laughs> Like you said, that's the centerpiece of an offense is the line. When they can't protect the quarterback, then we have to do these quick screen passes that sometimes get telegraphed to get picked off and returned for six points because what else can we do? And that yeah, that three and out that we forced coming out of halftime felt huge. Like, I, I don't know, if Josh, yeah. if you agree, but I yeah. felt like if we could get a stop on that first possession, we could make it a game. I feel like we had a chance to turn it around and at least do something. Well, yeah, because if you score a touchdown, it's 21-17. It's a whole new ballgame. So there was still hope to get back in this game at the start of the second half. Yeah, and then our third play from scrimmage is a pick six on – I don't even know how to describe what happened. I mean, Kendall should have seen that there were two UTSA defenders right by the screen pass, and he just made the throw anyway. Um, And I thought – uh, last week and this week, I thought Austin Kendall was was pretty bad. Um, you know, he he took maybe three sacks that he had time to throw the football away, and that he just took the sack. last night too. Yeah, no, I'm I'm talking about last night. Yeah, I'm talking about oh yeah man, the, the I, UTSA game. I mean, now look, he was getting hit a lot. He was he was getting pressured a lot, but some of that pressure you gotta you gotta throw the football away. You can't just tuck the ball and take a sack. That's what we were so critical of Luke Anthony and and Aaron Allen up. Uh, man, doing last we, year, we gave him so much, so many props for like that Mississippi State game and stuff for like knowing when to throw the ball away and not take the sack. Yeah. So it seems like, I mean, now that the sacks are racking up, part of that is certainly the offensive line being terrible and and regressing. But part of it also seems to be that Austin Kendall's kind of lost that that mojo, and I man. don't know how he gets it back at this point. I don't think he does, and that's that's why I feel so bad for the guy because. He's got a. He'll see this fit. I I have no doubt he'll finish out the season, barring any major injury. But I feel bad for him because he's he's got to do that. He's got to finish the rest of the season. He can't just quit. And he has nothing to look forward to now. A bowl game is almost certainly off the table, and it fucks with your confidence. And now every time he's going back for a pass, he's like, "Oh God." Yeah. Even against lowly ODU, I mean, I don't. We only have one more win than ODU, so I got to stop saying lowly. Or even Southern Miss, teams with one win. I don't know if Tech can beat OD. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit more uh, on the yeah. next episode. Of but, course. Yeah, you talk about playing for a bowl win. Uh, I mean, this tweet comes out later in the week, but Tech right now 
the ESPN FBI odds to get to six wins is about 36% chance uh, for to be eligible for a bowl game. Wow. Well, you got to get four more victories. And I realize this wow. probably because I realize this probably because, but I just want to get this out is uh, ODU and USM should be win. Those are winnable football games. Uh, and I don't, I mean, obviously every game's winnable, but those are incredibly likely that we come out with a win. So there's, there's when, yeah, there's wins three and four. Who the hell? Who the hell else could you possibly? Who? What two other teams could they beat? You'd say Rice until this week where they upset UAB. But going before this week, you'd say Rice is another one to lump in there with UAB or with Southern Miss and ODU. And then you have to either beat UAB or Charlotte. And Charlotte got pantsed by FAU on yeah. Friday night. I think it was. So I mean, who knows? Really, like 36% chance sounds right to me. It sounds like, yeah, there's about a one in three ish chance but that Tech is able to scrape by and find these wins. Tech's got to win four of their last five games to make a I mean, ball. They did it in 2017, whatever year that was. They had they, they did something we, similar. Were they two and five? Not that bad, but they did something similar. We're backs against the wall. You have to win these games or you're not going bowling. And they won those games. I was there when they won the most important one. And I think that was against UTSA. That UTSA so. was UTSA was awful in that game. It was like watching Pop Warner. But anyway, dragging back, uh, I know I've gone about what I thought was the worst. Nathan, you've gone. Anybody else want to take up the tour Man, of sadness? Like. I guess we could pick and all say it was terrible, but like, man, it might be the it might be the O line, it might be the play calling, but we don't have a running back right now. We don't have a go to guy that can actually, you know, Marcus Williams Jr. is doing great every once in a while, but he'll randomly make like three guys miss, and you're like, man, that guy's good. But, and then you yeah, wake up at the end of the game, and he's got 66 yards. Yeah, or like <laughs> he gets the ball, and you're like, okay, let's see something, and he just runs right into the like the linebacker like the, I, yeah there's no, there's no guy on this offense i mean austin kendall sure but like well there's no, no <laughs> like besides the quarterback there's no like there's no kenneth dixon there's no trent taylor there's no carlos henderson you yeah, know I there's no really, teddy veal there's i hadn't really thought about nothing. that um trey harris was looking to be that guy early on but i mean he's a true freshman right i mean you can't expect him to be the guy to hold the team up throughout the course of the entire year he is yep. the one. I mean, maybe in terms of that department, Griffin A. Bear's been disappointing this year. Yeah, I finally got to see yeah, his name called a couple times in this game. Yeah, and I've and I've mentioned that a couple of times this year that he hasn't really uh, been playing as well as a lot of people expected he would. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. The other thing I wanted to mention as a, as a bad thing, I mean, the whole game was bad, right? But the referees, I thought early in this game, were just trying to be involved too much. I mean, almost from the um, and, and look, drive. it doesn't end up mattering because we lost by what twenty nine points. So like, uh, I I don't want to make it sound like that's what I'm saying here. But that second UTSA touchdown drive I mentioned in the recap um, was was penalty assisted. I I believe there were four penalties on Tech, one of which was a late hit out of bounds on like a third and eighteen. Which look, <sighs> this happened right in front of us. Um, the, the tech player should absolutely not have touched the guy out of bounds, but it was not, he did not like tackle him or shove him or, or like body slam him. He just like kind of bumps into him and the UTSA player went flying and yeah. they threw the flag. They're going to throw the flag probably nine times out of 10 on that. And 
it just sucked. It's just like it, it's it's a mental mistake by tech. Like just don't touch the guy. Like avoid him at all costs. But <laughs> then at the same time, it's like man, like that was third and eighteen, and they had given up. They were gonna punt, right? So like, yeah, uh, it just it sucks that that's the call. Then they called a pass interference later in the end zone, and it was like, or maybe not in the end zone, but it was like a a throwaway ball over the receiver's head, way out of bounds, and they still didn't like they didn't say uncatchable even though the quarterback flicked it out of bounds on purpose because he was getting pressured so it was like but <sighs> and you're not saying that that's the reason tech lost no, it's just, another... I'm just i just thought that that was something bad about this game and you know the the fact that there were so many calls so early on and and they did the same shit it may have been the same crew as a few weeks ago where was that the southeastern game matt where they kept like huddling up oh to my talk God. about stuff yes after they my made a call God. i wonder if it's the same crew i wonder that if we was can find un- that, out. that was unbearable yeah because they, just... they didn't do it as badly this time but it was still like man like why why are you talking about they threw a flag for tech um being like in an illegal formation and they talked about it for like 30 seconds and it's like was he on the line or not it's not like <laughs> did you see him not on the line or yeah, not man, like that... what's the, what's the reason i, I don't know yeah, the Again, not the reason we lost. We got out class sure. in every area and it was not a close game in the second half at all. And uh, it, no, I, I, it's just another thing that was bad about the game, you know? Yeah, but that's that's one of those other cornerstones and why this has been such a painful season. But it's definitely refing has not been the reason so miserable. OK, but so anyway. let's let's move on to some good things. This will be a shorter list, but the list does exist. <laughs> uh, Evan. Does I see you had a couple things in the notes that might be good to talk about. Uh, yeah, I I think um, it's worth mentioning that we have a punter who can punt now. My God, dude, Barajas. Like, Which is shit. weird. Yeah. He had five uh, punts for 47.6 yards average. Yeah. What? I, there's a couple of punts. Including like, a long of 62 that yeah. was down at the three-yard yeah. line? When I saw that punt, I was like, Jesus Christ, where is this guy? <laughs> like, okay, can we talk about Barajas? the one? At the end of the half, too, where he punts it and it bounces at the one, then bounces off a tech player into the end zone. Yeah. And yeah, Brahas is so upset. I've never seen the camera track a punter as he goes well, over the sideline. And him talk to every coach and every player. Everyone's like patting him on the shoulder saying, oh, man, good, like, good job. He is mad. He, I've never seen a punter so upset with something <laughs> that was not even in his control because he love it. The ball that's bounced at the too. one. It was perfect was position. Funny, dude. That's that's funny. I didn't see that. Um, I love it. Is he uh is Brahas a senior? Yeah, he is. Of, of he, course he transferred. He, is. he played, I think, five years at Sa- at Southern and then transferred. Does he get a COVID year? No, he this is his COVID year, I think. Oh yeah. Uh Hell but anyway, God. also two touchbacks on kickoffs, that basically doubles our total going in like going into this game. So uh, apparently Barajas is finding himself here as the team crumbles around him. But that, <laughs> that was my that was my good. Um, from this oh, oh other than the dude's mustache but we already talked about that yeah, what yeah, an excellent did. mustache did anybody Congrats, else bro. have anything good from this game yeah I, I realized the crowd left at halftime after the homecoming announcements but at least from the tv angles and the noise that was coming through the broadcast the crowd seemed involved more involved than any other home game this year yeah it's actually kind of nice to see yeah in the first, in the first half. half yes for sure yeah, yeah everyone left at it, halftime but also it, we were down in a position where it looked like it, things weren't going to go our way. Not that I bl- like, oh yeah, people should LA Dodger style leave to beat traffic. But... Nice reference, bud. <laughs> nice reference. But it's 
Yeah, it's baseball. It was nice to see when everyone on Twitter was talking about, oh, yeah, this is how UAB's game looks at kickoff. And this is how this team, and everyone's giving shade to the AAC schools that are leaving CUSA, that it was nice to be like, hey, look, our stadium's packed right now. Too bad 60,000 more people don't live in the city of Reston. So anything good else to say here? Well, you guys mentioned Barajas, uh, and that really, I think, is the only good thing. Um, but Smoke had a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say Smoke rebounded, but I also I didn't get to see a lot of the ga- a whole lot of the game because of how bad the stream was. Which brings oh. me to something else that was bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Evan and Josh had the privilege, nay, the I guess the torture of seeing this in, por- in person yeah, and poison. And poison, yeah. I had to watch this on Stadium, and the the broadcast was awful. It was awful. I've got Google Fiber, guys. I've got great internet, so I'm. There's no reason why it should have been buffering as much as it was. And to make matters worse, there was no down and distance. It was like watching an NFL or college football game from the the 70s or the 80s. So that sucked. Uh, so Stadium sucks. And if Tech stays in Cusa, it'll still be Stadium probably. And if they don't, it'll just get worse. So yeah, 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 I could I couldn't even even if Tech was Molly in UTSA, I wouldn't have been able to tell down and distance. And that sucks. Yeah, every now and then they go to a wide shot where you could see the guy holding the stick with a number on it, and <laughs> I felt like that was a godsend just because it gave yeah. me a frame of reference. Because there weren't the yellow line on the field either to show you where the nope. first down is, so you don't nope. even know when they picked up a first down unless the commentators Nothing. happened to say it. Yep, it just stank. The broadcast was bad. Uh, I didn't have the same buffering issues that you did, but the thing that that bothered me was that with the down and distance, there was a marker there that they used for down and distance for most of the game. Then it just switched to showing what yard line the ball was on every play. (laughs) So it would tell you the ball's at the 46 yard line. It's like, I can see that part. I I can see the field. That's not the issue. So someone hit a button, I guess, somewhere in the broadcast studio, hit the button again, and it went back to the down and distance. I've defended stadium a lot just because it's a free, you don't even need to have cable. You don't need to buy ESPN plus for five bucks a month. Like it's actually kind of nice just to go to a website and have a free live stream of your sporting event. That's something really nice, but then stuff like that happens and I'd much rather pay the five bucks. Well, you get what you pay for? I guess so. Uh, And I love ESP. I love ESPN plus. That's been great. And uh, yeah, the stadium broadcast was just lacking big time. Can't wait to go back to BN Sports. Uh, Let's uh, do players of the game now. I think most of them have probably been said out loud already. Cesar Barajas is mine, second week in a row. If you pick the punter as your player of the game, though, it's probably not been a pretty good game. Yeah, and I'm right there with you. Barajas was absolutely, absolutely the player of this game. Yeah, I don't think we could really pick anyone else and defend him. Maybe Smoke? Uh... But yeah, I'll say I'll say smoke seven catches ah, on eight targets um, for, uh, definitely... I mean, the punting didn't end up really mattering, but I guess neither did smokes play. But uh, <laughs> uh, I guess it could have been matters. worse, right? It could have been 52 to 10 instead of 45 to and then Matt would have been heralded as the yeah, but smoke seven catches 108 yards. I believe that's his career high at tech. Uh, one touchdown in that long of uh, on that long of 47 on the first drive. So yeah. Also uh, one more good thing to mention uh, Keon Brooks did get a little bit of action more than normal. He had five touches for 31 yards. So um, hopefully he will get some more action moving forward because we need something. So please. Yeah. I, I went to go look up smokes three best games 
in history just to see, make sure one that it was against UTSA, which it was 108 yards. This is most in a game. His second most was 91 yards against Marshall in 2019. Oh God. The, the weed <laughs> game. Uh, his third most was 82 yards against BYU in 2020. So, so if smoke does well, we get killed in, in very brutal fashion. Basically what I'm saying, taking away from this. Where there's smoke, there is no fire. He had negative two yards in a win against UTEP last year. So I, I think this, that make, this oh. makes sense to me. So just bench, bench smoke. Yeah, no, or he, send him the wrong way down the field. Yeah. Yes, that's the, that's the plan. Yeah. Wow. And that's, one more thing to do. Final thoughts. Did Tech go? Did Tech die? I think we all think, know the answer to yeah, the question, but anything is, else you I mean, want to remark on? Be fairly unanimous. Uh, uh, we're just a very bad, disappointing football team, and everyone here knows it. Uninspiring football. My my final thought is that if you had told me at any point in the past that there would be a, a timeline where we in seven days lose or get outscored by UTEP and UTSA, uh, what what is it, sixty four to nineteen? Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, that is not a timeline I would have wanted to be a part of. So um, unfortunately, oh, it's the one we're in, uh, as well as all the other shit going on at, at last. I tweeted this from my personal account and, uh, you know, the last week or so has definitely been the, uh, the, the most difficult time to be a tech fan. I think that I can remember, you know, the bull game stuff in 2012 was bad, but like, at least that, like I said, somewhere to someone, at least that was over, right? Like once we didn't get a bowl game, it was just like, we didn't get a bowl game. Okay. Yep. Next, next up is the 2013 season. Right. Like, and, and of course then we, we had coaching change and stuff that happened too, but like, this time all the stuff that we're not talking about because it's still not settled like it's just been you know we've gone from being like hey maybe we'll be in the american to maybe we should call up like sam houston state and tarleton state to join our conference or maybe we're going to be independent like so it's just it's just been a really rough seven days but you know i woke up today and the sun was still shining and tech is still my alma mater so you know I'm stuck with them. They're stuck with me, right? That's 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 about, yeah, that's a, that's the that's how it goes, I guess. That's but the I wish the sun didn't rise just for a day. Just like, hey, look, this I know this sucks, so I'll, I'm taking yeah. the day off in solidarity to, to with yeah. Louisiana Tech athletics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming up today. Yeah, but um, you know, obviously, like it's bad right now, and it is really um, we don't know how much better or worse it'll be by the time this comes out or by the time. You know, the next game happens, but hey, it's tech. We love tech. So we'll be watching. I'll be watching, hoping that we I'm win, cheering, cheering on the Bulldogs. So that's my yeah, final thought. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I yep. just have a hard time accepting this. Please continue. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, you're right. Cause yeah, I'm tech did not go. They also died and died actually feels like a long-term thing right now. Yeah. Not so much this game, but just with all the conference realignment news and, and everything without getting into that, this death feels the most dead. It just, it, this is kicking a dead person while they're in their grave. It's right. just this, this sucks. Yeah, that wasn't a good one, but like it, this is the lowest moment that I have felt as a tech fan. And the lowest moment you've felt as a tech fan so far. So far. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually the lowest I've ever felt as a sports fan. I don't ever. know, man. Some of those playoff losses for the Saints were pretty bad, but yeah, those but were, get, again, but that's, that's again, that's like we lost the season's over and it maybe shouldn't be, but like next season, 
Yeah, there's the always next play, year. It doesn't really right? feel like, like a thing right now. It sure does not. To be clear, we're not saying that we think the team's going to fold or anything like that, but it's just like the uncertainty of everything is just like really depressing. The fact that that's on the table. I mean, not well, really. The, not on the, the table. Not folding. But, but no, no, no. It's the uncertainty of it all. The, the when yeah. does this end? How low does right. it go? We don't know. If you had told us one week ago that we'd be having the, the realignment conversation that we're having right now, none of us would have believed that that's how far it would have gotten, you know? All right. So, yeah, I think we're all in agreement there about how this game went. It was not, not good. But we have another game coming up this Saturday in Norfolk, Virginia, that we'll talk about on the next episode. But until then, that about wraps it up for this episode of the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E. Or head to our blog where we have a post up talking about how we're grading the team so far this season that we probably should bump everyone down at least a half a grade on uh, that Evan and I wrote together. But then while you're there, you might also want to check out the contests. Evan, what do those look like? Uh, I haven't graded them yet, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think- yeah, I, ju- I just got home and did a bunch of yard work after I got home. So I haven't I haven't even touched last week and I still haven't graded the UTEP contest. So I will get both of those done, I promise. <laughs> National disgrace. Yep. Speaking yeah. of national uh, disgraces. Anyway, by the time the- you hear this, the uh, the the pick'em will be out though for next week. So go ahead and do that. Yeah. Yeah. And while you're there, you can head to the GoTech Blues and Dice shop at gtpdd.dog/shop, where you can still get the shirt of the month. It started as a dig at UAB, and now it may be a dig at ourselves. It says we have football, and we do technically still have football. So buy that shirt before we don't, or before October 31st, because Please. that's the last day of October. On November 1st, a new shirt will be where hopefully we won't invite bad karma, apparently. Thank but you. But until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. I'm Josh. And go Tech. Please don't die. I hadn't really thought about Nothing. that. I mean, <coughs> sorry. Oh, God. Nathan is choking on, on text aspirations. <laughs>